Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of the Independent Initiative. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Independent Initiative. Um, like I said, we're doing a 10-week series right now on breaking bad habits, bad habits that insurance agents and sales professionals can find themselves in. What are they? How do you address them? How do you, how do you overcome them? And so, like I said, also to most of you, I'm going to be bringing on people from time to time. Today, on today's call, I have Christian Kokerscheid, who's our agent out in Utah. And uh, he is, he is uh, joining us this morning very, very early out in Utah. And uh, Christian, thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. So, Christian, if most of you probably know, but if you don't, Christian actually, um, he came to us from Federated, where his most recent experience was managing both the states of Utah and Nevada for uh, Federated. And so, Christian has a lot of experience managing agents, and uh, and he see, he's probably seen from time to time some of these bad habits that, that can come into play. And so Christian um, wanted to come on the show today, and I, I thought it would be very good for him to come on and to talk with us about the bad habit of promising price. So with that being said, Christian, I'm going to turn it over to you and let you just kind of break that break that bad habit down for us, kind of tell us what it is, how do we find ourselves in it, and how do we overcome it? Yeah, sure. Thanks again. Yeah, so um, the bad habit of uh, promising price or, or selling on price uh, I think can be um, a very tempting uh, bad habit uh, as well as um, yeah, just uh, can get you in trouble in the long run. It can be counterproductive in the long run. Obviously, it's an easy habit to get into because uh, we're at the end of the day, we're selling a product and salesmen, salespeople want to sell, right? And price can certainly help in that process. Because for most business owners, or for a lot of business owners, that's the bottom line. That's the main uh, contributing factor. Unless we we change the conversation uh, and make it more about other things. The problem, uh, I think, there's a couple of problems with selling on price or promising price, um, is that the reason you sell a product or you sell a policy in our case is also going to be the reason why you're going to lose that policy. People, people for the most part, buy um, because of what you make important in the process. If, as, a, as an insurance professional, you make price the top priority, um, that's going to become the top priority for the client, and it's going to stay the top priority. And I can, if there's one thing I can guarantee uh, in the long run, in insurance, there's going to be somebody else that's going to be cheaper than you. And when that happens, if that was the most important uh, factor in the buying decision, then you're going to lose that account in the long run. And you're always going to be chasing your tail, uh, trying to to uh, get price on the competition. You know, it's a bad situation to find ourselves in promising price. Uh, again, you know, being, being in our position as independents, Obviously, we work with a lot of carriers, and we can be very competitive on that price, which can sometimes lead to this type of a mindset. How do you how do you overcome that that mindset of, of promising and, and selling off price? Obviously, we don't control the rates. Obviously, that's something based on the carriers, based on the economy, uh, based on Lloyd's, and so we don't really control any of that. But sometimes we can find ourselves in that habit. How do we overcome that habit? What are some What are some pointers that you would give uh, your agents when you're with Federated to to overcome that bad habit? Um, yeah, the best way to overcome it is to not start it. 
<laughs> you know. Um, but the second one is you just as a as a um, agent, you have to change your mindset first and foremost. Because if you don't change yours, uh, you can't change your client's mindset, and that's really what it comes down to: is uh, educating um, your your prospect or your client on. Um, other things that are maybe more important than than price, and make price a secondary um, consideration. Um, obviously, I'm sure all of us have experienced this, and probably experiences almost on a daily basis that we you know, maybe make a cold call on a prospect or make a first call on on a prospect and and introduce ourselves. And one of the very first questions I often hear is, "Well, sure, I'll let you quote if you can save me money." And I think right then and there is where um, it, it, that's the pivotal point um, where that conversation either goes down that rabbit hole of price or where we right away um, set a different standard. And uh, I've, I've kind of gotten into a little front talk that varies you know, from occasion to occasion. But when, when that question comes up um, from a prospect or a client, um, here's what I say. I tell them, listen, uh, I know price is important. There's no question. Price is always important when we make a buying decision on any product. However, my recommendation to you is any agent that comes in here and the first thing out of their mouth is that they can save you money, I will point them to the door and ask them to leave and not come back. Because how could anybody, including me here today, promise you price when I know nothing relevant about your business or what you're currently paying. Now, if, if I were to come here and promise you price, the only way that I know I could possibly make true on that promise is that I'm going to make value decisions for you in the quoting and in the programming uh, part of, of uh, you know, putting your, your quote together. I will have to make value decisions about the quality of your coverage, about the, the um, how big the deductibles might be, um, and I'm going to have to cut corners somewhere in order to get to a certain price. You will never know about it because you don't know enough about insurance, and neither should you uh, or should you need to um, until something happens and it's not covered. That's when you're going to find out uh, what you really paid for. And you know, how could anybody come in here and promise you price when they don't know really about the scope of your operations? They don't know how much commercial, how much residential work you do if this is a contractor. You know, they don't they don't know uh, really what you're paying right now, and maybe most importantly, they don't know about your claims history, which is a major factor in in where you know what your your premium is going to end up being. So, I just try and wedge that right away. Uh, with business owners so that next time somebody walks in and offers them price right off the bat, that business owner is going to keep this conversation in mind. Absolutely. Um, and so right away you set yourself apart a little bit from the, from the crowd and say, listen, yes, I could promise you price, but that's just not how I do business. My, and then what I tell them is my philosophy of, of uh, insurance is that when I bring you your quote, I will bring you, what I would like to have if I were in your shoes. I'm going to bring you the best possible options, the best possible level of protection, but then I'm going to educate you on, you know, where you can make value decisions. But then you make the decisions, you 
determine really your premium at the end of the day, and I'm not making decisions for you. So that's kind of the the spiel that I go into with with business owners that that ask for price right off the bat. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. One thing you know you said is the best way to break the habit is to never find yourself in it. But I think a lot of new agents and young agents find themselves in this in this habit and the reason is because it is a production based industry you know you live off of what you what you sell and so just early on one of the first things they know about insurance because it's one of the um, common misconceptions about insurance is, is the premium and then they come into an independent agency and we have the ability to be very competitive on premium the majority of the time how would you mm-hmm. what would you say to those those newer agents um, to make sure that they never find themselves in this bad habit well, again, part of production also includes renewals, and you will have a much, much more stable, uh, long-term book that that generates residual income if you do it the right way from the beginning. You're going to have to have a very unstable and vulnerable book uh, if you're selling on price because price changes. Right now, we're finding ourselves in a hard market where, where especially commercial insurance premiums. You know, are experiencing an unproportionate unproportionate increase over over years past, and you're just going to find yourself in a rat race, uh, constantly uh, scrambling for price. Um, that's going to put pressure on you in the long run um, with your clients. You're going to push that pressure on your underwriters. It's going to affect your underwriting relationships. Um, you know that that you certainly depend on there. So I would just encourage young agents to to resist that temptation. I would even encourage them to resist it in the cases where they have price. Because obviously, especially in the independent side, like you said, we can often be more competitive. We have more options. Um, Even when you have price, I would certainly not make that the top uh, point of of leading into that pitch um, with the client. Um, But always make it about um, your expertise, your integrity, um, the services, the value that you can bring to them, and then make pricing the icing, icing on the top. I love it. One Is last thing. Yeah, absolutely. One last thing before we, before we close out today's call. Um, let's talk to some of the older agents. All right, older agents who've built a very, very good book of business. They have uh, done kind of what you were saying. They resist that temptation in the beginning. They're sticky clients. But everybody's going to find themselves in a, in a in a hard market. You know, clients who've been with you for eight, nine years in this hard market, they're finding, you know, subpar carriers who are throwing cheap rates at them. They're buying the business. Uh, and, and then sometimes older agents can even find themselves in this temptation of, man, I really need to go out and get a cheaper quote rather than kind of reminding the client of the value that they they brought them uh, in the first place, and the reason they placed the piece of business with with you know whatever the agent, whoever the agent is. Talk talk to those agents for just a minute. Yeah, I mean, obviously there there will be situations where, and and I've been in them and and have seen my my reps in the past be in the situation where they have tremendous relationship, a lot of trust, but a renewal just comes back. And it's unsellable price-wise. There's just too big of a gap, and that will happen. That's that's the exception, but that will happen. I think in those cases, it's really important uh, that we maintain professionalism. Don't take it personal, and maintain that relationship, um, because more than likely, whoever came in 
this cheap this year. And, and like you said, buying the business isn't going to do that again next year. And so I think it's really important that we, we maintain those relationships. We don't burn bridges by being, you know, getting hurt personally. Um, so that we're in a position to, to win it back. But I think even, you know, not always is the gap so big that we can't overcome it. I just would have that conversation with a client if there is a significant difference and, and we just can't bridge it. Um, I would just remind the client, say, listen, we, we've had this relationship for years. We trust one another. Um, you're entering into a new relationship here with somebody that's, that's literally buying the business. You know, they're, they're coming in way cheaper than, than all the other reputable carriers. I would just be very cautious about doing business with somebody that, that you don't have relationship with. And you might find yourself in a situation where, where they might even get out of your industry next year because they've so undercut everybody this year. And I've seen it happen. I've seen carriers come in in certain industries buying business and a year later they've, they've lost their shorts you know, on, on the losses in that industry and they're, and they're getting back out and business owners hate that. And so I would just, you know, let them know, Hey, I get it. You're making a financial decision or you're considering making a financial decision here, but here's what, what I've seen happen. Here's what could happen next year. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, they're, they're gone, they drop you, they non-renew you, or they now have unproportionate increase because they can't sustain these, these premiums. And then you find yourself in a situation where you're, where you're switching again. Um, you know what you've got with me. You know, you have expertise, you have relationship, we have trust. Try and sway them that way if, you know, if the gap isn't at a point where um, it just can't be overcome and that will occasionally happen. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that 100%. I think that uh, I, I love this topic. I love the fact that we're doing this, this series. Um, Christian, I want to thank you for, for joining this morning. I know it's early. I appreciate you joining because I do love your experience and I wanted to share that with the rest of the agent force. Um, guys, you know, I love this, this series of, of breaking bad habits. I think it's going to help us all get better, uh, by the end of this year. I think it's going to help us all kind of analyze each one of us is probably going to, you know, realize one of one or two of these bad habits is something that we develop and we, we deal with each and every day because these, this thing, these things are coming from, from myself and from agents, uh, who are in our agent force, people who are, who are having these things happen day to day and, and are having to overcome them. Um, I love the promising on price that Christian brought up because it's not selling on price that we're really doing. What we're really doing is we're promising on price. And that customer is going to remember that in two years from now when it takes a price increase. They always do. And so you can't promise based on something you can't control. And, and nobody in this industry, uh, not, not on the sales side, can control the price. Our job is to control the product and to control the relationship. And if we focus on th those things will be ultimately more successful than we were if we try to promise on price. So, Christian, thank you again for joining and uh, look forward to uh, talking to everybody next week on, on episode three of Breaking Bad Habits.